To be young is to dream big dreams. Anything is possible. The challenge for college counselors is to morph for students big dreams into achievable ones while harnessing the arrogance of youth. Nitin Jain, co-founder of OnCourse, a college counseling service based in Gurgaon, India, is back with us on our podcast College Matters, Alma Matters. Today Nitin talks about the role of counselors to set and manage student expectations about colleges using counseling tenets they've developed over the last 10 years. So without any delay, let's talk to Nitin. Hey Nitin. Hi, morning. Morning, how are you doing? Very well, Venkat, and how are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. So welcome back to the show. Um I think uh, we had a great discussion in our last podcast and um enough uh, excited enough to want to do a deeper dive on one of the topics and uh, one of the things we touched on. So um especially I think I think one of the things that intrigued me from the last uh, discussion was uh, you had mentioned towards the end of the podcast about how to set student expectations when they come in for counseling and then after that managing that so i thought it um you know it qualified enough for a in-depth sort of discussion so um without further ado we can sort of jump into that sure sure venkat thank you and thanks for picking that up as a specific uh, topic i i think it's a, it's very close to my heart and b i think it's extremely important as we engage with the student over a two to three year period when we work mm-hmm. with the student and the family mm-hmm. so therefore i think one of the initial things that i like to highlight here is what are the key sort of tenets that govern that aspect of our engagement and why we are reasonably successful in in trying to achieve that uh, over a period of time especially coming from india where a lot of people are fairly brand conscious given that they're sending the student all the way to the united states so so i think i'll start off with you know what in our mind are the key five uh, sort of rubrics for success or why we've been able to deal with that sure. so so you so in my mind you know some of the points uh, that i feel are important is first and foremost is experience i think having worked with many students and and hence you know also their parents they're able to take your word far more seriously when you've had experience of having worked with let's say 1500 students over the you know time period so, mm-hmm. so i think that's the key first part mm-hmm. second and probably the most important i think is trust and empathy when you work with a family for over a period of time and they understand and realize that it's not a transaction that you entered into sure. i think that that's that that's when your the sanctity of your word is more given that you know they have trust and empathy with the student and the family so that helps a lot mm-hmm. i think third part that that has played out well and will never fail us is science and data i think just being able to collate previous years acceptances being able to draw up maps out of it to know what works where i just empirical data secured over the years uh mapping of what profile gets you where always helps right sure. so so that that sort of puts things in perspective from a pure data analytics point of view mm-hmm. i think the fourth underlying principle in my mind is preference of fitment over brand and i think this takes a lot more of everything else but i think just the 
ability of the student and parents to understand fitment which is bespoke which is personal unlike a brand and that's where our work comes in a lot but this is another key variable that we play on mm-hmm. and lastly i think which which is specific to the fact that just having access to a very very strong alumni network you know mm-hmm. given that we've been around 10 years and there is an alumni base where we can connect students where we have a lot of data points otherwise available so that alumni network helps a lot in managing expectations by talking to them and we could discuss this more as we get along sure. but i think these these key points is what what you know really in my mind uh, sort of set up the tone to to discuss this further of course i'm happy to take on any questions you have at this stage or we could sort of delve deeper into it at at a later stage no i i think i think these are these are good guiding principles um that you hmm. laid out i think uh, hmm. i think they blend sort of expertise experience and data so to speak so hmm. so that it's hmm. sort of a nice combination of all three things you know as a as a as a parent and uh, as a student the first thing that um, you know you probably encounter uh, as a counselor is a student and family show up and say hey um you know my kid wants to apply to harvard or my kid wants to get into mit you know so everyone comes with stars in their eyes right so yes. so, so so you know you as a counselor uh, i mean you know you, you know you know that facts you know what's you know what the acceptance rates are and you know the whole thing so how do you initially deal with that i mean so that that would be sort of your first encounter and um, at that point obviously they you have what you mentioned about your experience and your um sort of reputation and so obviously they are coming to you because of that so how do you, how do you deal with that so i thought sort of a human angle there would be quite interesting too yeah. i i i i i think it's very very important the first meeting what we call as the initial counseling meeting is extremely important mm-hmm. which is why when we are doing that meeting we make sure one of our senior partners or men, you know one of the senior managers are are a part of that meeting because it's as much trying to understand the whole family and the student aspirations mm-hmm. not only just the aspirations but it's also important to understand what are the key sort of uh, you know performance success metrics the student has achieved so far what their aspirations are what kind of choices they are looking at and i think at this stage without making it judgmental on whether you can get into harvard or not what we try and cover is a large part of what does it take to get there mm-hmm. i think i i think without necessarily trying to discourage um, you know a child or or crush their sort of what their aspirations would be i think it's important for them to understand that this is what it takes to get to the very top mm-hmm. is as as much about knowing about the child's interests you know what what all different activities they've done i think when could the important part is that the mutual trust is getting formed at this stage right? sure sure i i think so so to set the tone of our engagement over the next two years it's important to sort of fill in with a lot of information so that they know okay this 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 is there i'll half the time people will come oh i want to get into mit and harvard without knowing what is the path forward what are the key sort of uh, what is the key construct of the entire puzzle and that's what we do i think what is also critical at the initial meeting stage given that we have 
a whole range of mentors to work with right so mm-hmm. i think when we're trying to meet the family we're also trying to map who's the correct fit for the mentor who'll be able to have a persona which is similar to the student who who has functional background and f- knowledge or experience of having worked with let's say an engineering kid or a art history kid or an architecture kid sure. so all of that is going on so that's when the comfort is being set up with the family i think the tone is clear given that past uh placements have acceptances have been in various colleges like we've had stanford's mm-hmm. harvard's etc but i think they get the first glimpse of oh, okay this is all what we need to do so i think that tone is getting set in the first meeting itself in a lot of ways yeah so i i think i think that's a great um, great thing that you said that it, you're not trying to pass judgment instead you're trying to sort of map out a route and the work needed to get there and what there right. means gets defined mm-hmm. along the way right i mean you know what what is getting there and yes. so i think that um, that i think is uh, yeah that's that sounds like a very uh, smart thing to to start with rather than mm-hmm. deflating them or you know diffusing the thing and mm-hmm. and and at that point you don't even have enough data to even Um, I I think so because right. I I think they have a you know reasonable chance to make it to the top if they they feel they can work themselves over the next 2 to 3 years and and bring to that I think it's it's possible in a lot of ways. So here's you know you had the first uh, meeting they um you've kind of set expectations I mean not really set expectations but you basically tempered the thing by saying look we're not going to start with we get into college a or b we mm-hmm. are going to lay out the work that needs to get done and along the way we'll assess you know as to what what the right thing is and then of course your fitment versus brand or um, you know is is going to be a good mantra to use um, at that point in time right and so 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 what what happens next so so you know uh, what kind of um, steps or um, uh parameters or uh, you know paths do you take to start mm-hmm. sort of evaluating the students so to speak in a broad sense right i mean you because right. in the in the sense so broadly um so this is a 2 3 year period that uh, you go through right typically right it, it could it could range from let's say 3 years to 1 year yeah uh, in in the typical zone yeah so so what kind of you know so just broad strokes Mm-hmm. what do you, what do you kind of put the student through what paces i know that you have a tag team of mentor and a senior partner like yourself um uh, working with the student and uh, how much is the family involved in that and you know uh, when does when does the you know child leave the mothership so to speak right so so i think the way we view every project is similar to let's say a consulting project that that's also governed by the how the way we structure the configuration of the work plan with the partner senior partner mentor working mm-hmm. i think we set out goals for every quarter sometimes even you know it could be 6 months 3 months but i think what starts working is reiteration of the key success variables every quarter so we map your academic performance standardized testing your your activity charts in terms of the different buckets that we expect you to kind of work on so i think there's performance mapping against goals set out pretty much every quarter mm-hmm. and 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 then 
maybe with no defined frequency but i think we do encourage parent meetings at least once a quarter apart from the student meetings to go over those performance parameters in detail mm-hmm. so i think somewhere what is happening in along that path although not directly is also a, a rationalization of what we were set out to achieve and what we've achieved if we want to get there this is what we had set out to achieve we're falling short by this 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 so either we get up and sort of you know try and achieve this in the next quarter in the next academic session or the next standardized testing or we are kind of going to be left behind in our race for stanford mit caltech etc so so that's that's i think an important aspect where we map out your performance across every parameter one of the other things that we do which which also is in a way rationalizing that is we do a lot of alumni seminars where mm-hmm. we highlight successful admissions by the students every uh, application season right mm-hmm. and where and where so it's it's more like a you know interactive forum we've had it with seven kids 10 kids five kids where we they'd come in and talk of their journey over the 2 to 3 years Mm-hmm. and it gives them a chance to know what does it take to get to the very top so at that stage everyone is kind of getting conditioned to say that if i want to get into stanford because this kid got there this is all what he did right right so so i think those kind of things help in motivating the child as also setting a tone to say that you need to follow this 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 path to get there if you don't then automatically it's implicit that you may not get it to the very top i guess i guess one of the decision points if you will um mm-hmm. would be when they take these standardized tests um i mean you probably see their gpa when they come in and you see what kind of student they've been and assuming they continue that but then you look at um standardized tests and depending on how they do on those uh mm-hmm. would, would be sort of a determining point i would imagine right i mean so time to have sort of a chat saying look if you don't get these kind of things then you won't even qualify to play right in the in that particular set of colleges you know whatever if they are aiming for some of the top brands is that right or i mean I'm yes, just, i'm just yes. trying to see how to and and then how do you kind of do, go about doing that how's that sort of work with the student and family yeah so so i think again that's where data and science will help a lot right so right. empirical data on the 25th percentile 75th percentile our past track record of what percentiles uh, what scores in standardized tests usually make the filter cut there mm-hmm. of course exceptions will be there so you need to have a broad scale you don't always need to go by numbers you always also because a lot of the students you've been tracking their standardized test practice test performance over the last 3 to 4 months in any case okay you will also be in a position to determine whether this child has the potential to maybe take a repeat performance and improve their scores because the you know ability is more than what you have achieved so so we'll always build that whole thing into our discussion that given that you're choosing at this genre of schools these are the kind of standardized test scores i think you can take it again and and get there so i think that's where the trust is also getting built because we believe and a lot of times we genuinely feel the student can move up the scores we'll encourage them to take another attempt right mm-hmm. so 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 what is happening is that in that entire process the the child the parent starts taking our words seriously because then we know that you know we're talking with a lot more data a lot more history behind it we've tracked things and then advising you that so so it it helps discussing it continuously with the parents 
how how do students react i mean you know poor kid has set his or her heart on some dream college or colleges and mm-hmm. then you know as time progresses you realize that that's not likely to happen is that how do you motivate them beyond that point or or, or is that not been a big has that not been a big challenge no no it's 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 a huge challenge uh, venkat i think any student who signs up with a particular college in mind has that very very strong feeling that we want to go there i think the key really is as you said motivation we cannot discourage students especially if they're showing the potential at the same time you need to give them sightings of what reality is mm-hmm. so that challenge comes a lot with repeated interaction i think once you're meeting them very often which could be once in a week 10 days 2 weeks depending on the timelines it it sort of reiterates that bit and then of course there is a whole lot of because the range of schools is is quite uh, something that we work on so let's say if you you've come out with a range of schools which mean it'll be in the genre of let's say category b plus mm-hmm. then you can't just say that i'm looking at this school then we start giving them input on similar schools which they might not have heard about sure which we will encourage them to research on to say that hey if you're looking at this school with this departmental strength etc why don't you look at this 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 that way we've already broadened that range to about five schools of similar genre Mm-hmm. and 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 he may have a shot at one of those five at least okay so 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 a lot of that kind of work will also involve with the student so do you um do you lose business if if a student if you you know they come to that point and figure out that they are not likely to make it to one of their dream places or do you find that people generally um are more sort of understanding and accepting of this and try to make the best of it well i i i've never notably lost any business on that account that i wanted to get into stanford and i'm not making it okay. but i think i there can be uh, dissonance in the fact that i did not sort of do the right things to get there but i think the larger part is the student realizes over a period of time of continuous engagement that listen if they don't make it here we can get to the second tier mm-hmm. let's try for the first tier in any case so what we'll do is if we decide that okay they can still take a shot at one of the top schools but they must have corresponding targets and safeties embedded into their process as well so so i think that that happens all the time i don't think we've lost business because of that i think and venkat the uh, the key factor here is one of the first principles i mentioned which is trust and empathy yes i think i think the child and parent must believe that we are true well-wishers who want to strike the right balance for the child and and that has happened given experience science data our regular sort of interactions with them so i don't think we lose business we may take a different recourse right sure, so we sure. may be flexible on different countries and different genres as i said uh, of this thing i i don't think we've lost the business but but the trade off of ensuring you're aspirationally get there yet striking the balance is a hard one comes more by experience no that that sounds that sounds like a good um a good way to go about it and I, and i think and i think the key that you mentioned is that you're the well wishers i mean you guys are on yeah. their side they're all, you're all on the same yeah. team yeah. and i yeah. think that that matters a lot you've gone through the process the kid the student has um 
you know picked a bunch of colleges and you know hopefully get into a bunch of them where the right fitment has happened how are you i mean now that you've done this for 10 years are mm-hmm. students happy with the colleges they end up going to the ones that accept and go to these uh, colleges um is the is the happiness rate pretty high i mean the contentment rate venkat the the feedback that we get from our students when a lot of them are in touch over the years in fact we do sometimes the transfer applications it's required for gpa reasons we do their masters applications as well mm-hmm. i think the happiness index overall seems to be fairly high mm-hmm. and i'll tell you why that happens because one of the key factors in our engagement with the student over the years mm-hmm. is a lot of emphasis on fitment Mm-hmm. i think somewhere we are also cognizant of the fact that a child from india or somewhere is going very far four years is the key four years of their life right. they need to spend that in a place where they truly belong mm-hmm. and this is a you know this is a very very key attribute that very often parents or students are not aware of so when sure. they come in and tr- try and work with us counselors we need to bring to their notice about what are the key tenets of fitment so fitment doesn't necessarily mean a brand sometimes people say oh my what i'm seeking is a brand well that's fine but i think attributes such as you know the class size mm-hmm. right yeah. so focus focus on research are you a city kid versus are you do you want a campus scenario in a remote location mm-hmm. and the us offers a wide array of uh, you know uh the kind of school opportunities you know that could be a small school it could be a rural it could be suburban you know even even the departmental strength what are the career opportunities that you are seeking the stem classification of different courses especially when it comes to international students seeking opt post that right mm-hmm. uh, then you know some people have variables like diaspora of indian students present there family and relatives present there what is the connectivity from other places whether preferences so i think all of those need to be mapped and the college list that we curate is a bespoke college list but that takes all of this into account and that that very often is something by the virtue of having sent students to a wide array of schools uh, just it comes through that and and very often we'll also have an alumni whom we can link up the student to to say okay you want to go to an haverford location as a consortium do you want to talk to these two students who attended class of 2022 2023 why don't you talk to them and we'll e-connect you no that's so, so that so, helps no wonderful that, that that is really good i mean i i um i think that if um if there is a takeaway here um it is that you know setting expectations is is a process it's not an event you know it's not like a one one thing you do and move on it's really over a period of time like you mentioned you know building trust building um using data using a whole bunch of things along the way to determine that so it's not a it's not something that you know someone walks in and says i want to go to harvard and you say no or yes it's it's like let's it could never be that <laughs> i know it, let's it, let's it get can, started it, let's get started be, because then. because you and i venkat know that sometimes we'll we are happy to be surprised the other way right yeah. like a, a child may not on paper represent that but you can't deny him the opportunity and he actually makes it to a top school this happens uh, every now and then so so i think we need to give it a fair shot wonderful <laughs> So um before we wrap up this session um any 
other insight or um, gems of wisdom that you want to part on this um, topic? I, I, I think, uh, Venkat, I, I want to just highlight the fact that, you know, the key principles that I laid out at the beginning of the podcast are extremely yeah. important as parents, students and facilitators for all of us. Uh, we are in it together. So, so I think the point you made that we are on their side, they have to have faith in the fact that if you're working with a counselor, he's on their side and, and therefore would probably have the best interest to get you placed in the best uh, college. And, mm-hmm. and given that, I think we need to do this together as a team, work together, share our differences, whatever they may be, but, but eventually try and uh, cross that journey together. That, that's my only advice to the parents and students. Fabulous. So, Nitin, this has been uh, very insightful as usual. And uh, I thank you again for taking the time to uh, dive into this particular topic. Thank uh, you, Venkat, for for having me over to do this. Always happy to work with students and help them on any queries, questions that they may have. Absolutely. Take care now. I'll talk to you soon. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. Hi again. Hope you liked this podcast with Nitin Jain of OnCourse. The approach Nitin outlined about setting and managing student expectations seems very robust. Certainly, they have a lot of personal experience and data to support it. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. In case you haven't, please do check out our other podcast with Nitin as well. Transcripts for this podcast and previous podcasts are on almamatters.io forward slash podcasts. To stay connected with us, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or visit anchor.fm forward slash almamatters to check us out. These podcasts are brought to you by almamatters.io. If you have feedback, please do email us at podcasts at almamatters.io. We look forward to hearing from you. Till we meet again, take care and be safe. Thank you.